From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Scarecrows are puffing up across Dothan Area Botanical Gardens, while butterflies by the hundreds fill the new butterfly house. William Holman, Executive Director, joins us by Skype with the latest news. William Holman, great to have you back on Troy Public Radio. Thank you so much, Carolyn. It's good to talk to you again. For those who haven't been to Dothan Area Botanical Gardens, located on Headland Avenue, what are scarecrows in the garden? Uh, Carolyn, it is a tradition here now at the Botanical Gardens. I think this is our 18th year. It's an annual community art project. We announce a theme every year, and different organizations and churches and businesses and families all build a scarecrow, and they're put up out here, and people absolutely love coming out and seeing the scarecrows. And it's a great family activity, and people always enjoy seeing the creativity that's here in our community. William, there is news. The Butterfly House is open, and this is unique in South Alabama. You're right. Something that we have talked about for about three years, and then COVID came along and kind of got in the way. But we have a brand-new butterfly house. It's called Wings of Wonder, and it's about 1,800 square feet, and it contains four to 500 butterflies, but it is a beautiful addition to the garden, and you can walk through and see hundreds of native butterflies. So these are butterflies you'll find right here in southeast Alabama, and you'll see the life cycle of a butterfly. You'll see all the different stages there within the Wings of Wonder Butterfly House. One of the things I love about your website, dabg.com, is you have photos for identification of the butterflies, just as you have photos for the birds on the Alabama birding trail at Dothan Area Botanical Gardens. So back to the butterfly house, how many weeks is it open or how many months of the year? It is seasonal. It'll open in April of each year and go through October. So we're in the last month of this first year of of operation. So October 31st, it'll close. And really, we're same thing that's happening in nature is happening in this butterfly house. It's a screened structure. It's not a year-round glass enclosed type butterfly house. So it's a screened structure. So when it rains outside, it rains inside the butterfly house. So uh, you better hurry up if you want to come see it a few more weeks, and then we'll close it for the rest of the season. Are you still doing the school and group tours of the Butterfly House? Yes. uh, We do reserve Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings for school groups or organizations. So we do encourage schools if you'd like to come out, and it's a perfect addition to school studies on insects or pollination or migration. And it's open to the public from 10 to 4. Again, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday mornings are reserved for schools. Now, there is a slight admission that is different from the garden admission because it's not going to be open year-round. They're very nominal fees. Of course, garden members get in free. If you're a member of Dothan Area Botanical Garden, you can just show your membership. Otherwise, you can go to our website and learn what the prices are 
and they are very nominal. Dothan Area Botanical Gardens, besides being on the Alabama Birding Trail officially, is also on the Alabama Garden Trail, and I love the seasons that you have on your website about which plants are in bloom when, so it looks like we're coming into camellia season. That's right, and we are fortunate to have a local camellia society here, and they do assist us with the camellia garden. We have probably 75 or 80 different camellias. Some were developed here in Dothan. There was a large group of different families here in Dothan that hybridized and sold camellias, and some were sold all over the country. They call camellias the winter rose because they do bloom during the wintertime, and I saw one of my favorite camellias blooming just the other day, which is called the pink perfection. And we encourage folks to come out and there's something blooming nearly year-round, you know, so check us out. Speaking of coming and checking it out, coming up in November is Gardens Aglow. What is that about? Yes, that is our Christmas celebration. The gardens come alive with literally thousands of Christmas lights. And as you know, the gardens is a walk-through garden. It's not a drive-through garden, so you get to walk among and under and between all these different Christmas lights and Christmas displays, and it'll run every Friday and Saturday night from the Friday after Thanksgiving to Christmas Eve. And you do have to go on our website to get tickets, but it is well worth it, and it gets bigger every year with additional lights and additional Christmas displays. One of the things I think we need to acknowledge is when people visit Dothan Area Botanical Gardens, they're going to see this fence with a bunch of padlocks on it. What is this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we call it the locks of love. Near our gazebo, we have uh, a framework, and uh, some of you may know that this was a very popular thing in Paris and maybe other places too, but you could write your name on a padlock and you know, express your love to someone and lock your padlock onto, it was actually a bridge, and then you would throw the key into the river. And so um, we have one here that you can come out, and we have people do that all the time, bring a padlock and write a message to their loved one and lock it onto the gate. We call it locks of love. I have heard that on that gate, some folks have even had a a padlock of love for their pet. Yes, yes, it's true. And I think there's probably pictures of that on our website as well, if you would like to take a look at it. It's it's very popular during Valentine's season with folks coming out and adding their lock to our lock gate. For those who are trying to learn more about gardening, you have a demonstration garden that does just that. We do, and that's uh, maintained for us by the Wiregrass Master Gardeners. One section of it is for vegetables. There's about 16 raised beds, and you'll see all kinds of vegetables growing and goes to the Wiregrass Area Food Bank. So uh, the food or the vegetables are not wasted, and they do go to people in need. And another area is our flower garden, our raised beds that demonstrate flowers. So you'll see both native flowers and other wildflowers there. So it's a great thing. You'll learn about irrigation and raised beds and soil fertility and all kinds of things in that particular garden. And how many acres are we talking about at DABG? 
the garden itself, we own 47 acres, but there's a creek that runs through our property. So we've got about 16 or 17 acres on the other side of the creek that is yet still to be developed. So the garden is not finished, and we have lots of other plans for the garden, and pretty much all the trails are handicap accessible. So you can bring wheelchairs or strollers, and we're also pet-friendly, one of the few places in town that are pet-friendly. So you can bring your dog, and as long as they're on a leash, enjoy the gardens with your pet. The gardens are spectacular and obviously a labor of love. So, William, I want to thank you for your time today, and it's a great fall at Dothan Area Botanical Gardens on Headland Avenue. Thank you so much, Carolyn. Joining us by Skype from Dothan Area Botanical Gardens was Executive Director William Holman. More information about the gardens with visiting hours for the Butterfly House can be found on the website, dabg.com. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.